0: It is your Classic Metal Show right here on the ClassicMetalShow.com. Kicking off this show tonight, we heard something from the Back in Black release, ACDC with Hell's Bells, and we just heard Airborne there uh, with uh, some firepower, and the guy who brings the firepower to the show is my partner and friend, Chris Aiken. What's going on, Chris? Hi, kids. How we doing? We're doing well. Doing well. You made it home? I did. I made it home. I I was home by uh 2:30 uh Sunday afternoon last week. I caught a, nice. I caught a very early flight out of LA at 6:30 in the morning. Eesh. Yeah. Well, it was it was 8:30 uh my time and 9:30 your time, right? So, you know, by LA standards it was early, but for people who are normally on East Coast time, uh it was in the middle of the morning.
1: Yeah, so that's not too bad. And you got home at a decent time.
0: Yeah, by the time I, I landed about 1230, by the time I uh, took the shuttle, got my car, drove home, it was about 230.
1: Yeah, that's not bad at all. Got home, watched some football, went to bed.
0: Nah, I did laundry and, you know, did some catching up around the house and, you know, all that. But, yeah, I, I was uh, probably uh, watching Netflix by about 530 or 6.
1: There you go. Perfect.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So uh anyway, um I've been working in the studio all day for the most part.
1: What have you been doing? What 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 needed other than massive updates, I'm sure.
0: Well, there was a lot of updates and uh I I switched out my um my recording computer with with a uh a new Windows 10. Okay. And uh I also did some tweaking because I noticed we when we talk, we have this buzzing periodically
1: oh i i have not heard that well
0: i hear it Mm. it's all gone now all right well perfect it's all gone now so i'm always working working to make the show better yeah
1: meanwhile i just i can't even plug in and have the shit work (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah i had to transfer a bunch of files over from from because you know i i was running some windows 7 Right, and mm-hmm. that's that's all come to to an end, unfortunately. And uh, you know, now I'm upgraded everything to Windows 10. Yeah. So uh, the studio is up and running, and modern, and you know as as modern as it can be. So when I think back, uh, you know, when we when we started doing this show, uh, you actually, you and I bo- both actually went out and bought the first brand new PC uh, mm-hmm. for the for the CM what would become the CMS Studio. Yeah, yeah. We went to the uh, computer store not far from your house. I think we went to uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Not not uh, Office Max, but one of those Comp
1: Center, Comp USA. Yeah, Comp USA.
0: Yeah, Yeah, we went to Comp USA and bought uh, Hewlett Packard. Right. We bought the HP. Back then, it was probably on DOS. Yeah. Well, no, it (laughs) wasn't quite that old. I I think it was uh, Windows XP.
1: Right. Wow. You know.
0: and then and then uh you know we upgraded to Windows 7 and now we're up to Windows 10 right so you know it's it's just a constant uh upgrading and making sure that we're uh, we're good oh well, sounds good to me yeah so there we are so yeah i wanted to take a nap but i didn't get no nap today so i just decided you know i'm just going to stick to it because if i just you know, slough off, then I'm going to be fucking around with this tomorrow. And I don't want to do that. I just hot up this show and be done
1: with it. Well, I took one for you, so it's all good. <laughs> <I'm sure you laughs> have. Glad
0: I could help. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, you know, obviously I was away last week and, and you had one of your off shows. Yes, I did. And, uh, you know, I did listen to some of it uh, live while, Bob and I were waiting in the wings to, uh, call in from the, from the Nam jam. Sure. And, uh, you know, you, you and, uh, AJ and, and, uh, the lovely Stephanie being as silly as usual. Oh yeah.
1: Drunk is all hell.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the thing is, is that because of your aversion to, uh, leaving the house and the fact yeah. that you have the studio be
1: there. Uh mm-hmm. you you had like yeah they they both had to stop drinking and and still do two more hours of show well i just kept right on going Right Funny
0: <laughs> you had that advantage so uh
1: you know it's just how it goes Yeah well hey i'm the star here i shouldn't have to travel Exactly
0: <laughs> Exactly Well uh last week uh you know i i flew out to to uh, LA on Wednesday in order right. to uh you know, attend the, uh, heavy hall of fame, uh, induction ceremony for Stephen Piercy and Don Dawkins and, and, um, Jeff Tate and Joe Satriani. And, you know, so there was, there was a, that was a cool hang. There was a lot of cool people there, but, um, I didn't, uh, I didn't stay inside for the whole ceremony. I, I was out on the, you know, be in LA in the middle of January. You can sit out on the outs patio. Right, so uh Don and I took a walk outside there for a little bit and uh sat outside and chit chatted for a, a little bit, okay, and he was out there you know holding court right with with uh the people who come out to say hello and you know talk to him and stuff but uh I got into l a uh about noon. it was about eleven thirty I think, and uh I drove to the hotel It was only about a forty minute ride. And okay. I and I met up with uh James Curl, the guy who's um writing the docking book at the really. Sure. Mm-hmm. and uh then Bob Nobandian came down and then uh Tim Yasui, formerly of uh London, he works for Cleopatra Records. Yeah. He came down and uh then Don came down and uh James's friend Mike was there and <laughs> then Toby came down and so we were all at the bar like from two o'clock until about six <laughs> and, uh, drinking, drinking Jack and Cokes and, uh, hanging out and cutting up and, you know, just talking, you know, just talking.
1: All and right.
0: it was just like, Holy shit, it's almost six o'clock. We got to get ready because this thing started at six 30. Okay. So I had to go back to my room and get cleaned up and ready. And Don had to do the same. And the other guys, I don't know what they did, but, yeah. uh, yeah, we were sitting around, uh, just, having cocktails for about four hours
1: nice like that yeah
0: it was fun just Mm -hmm. hanging out with a bunch of you know music fans people who enjoy just talking music and whatnot so it was just a nice hang and uh like like you when you don't have to go anywhere when you're right there at the hotel yeah it's it's very convenient
1: exactly you know who was there at the hall of heavy metal or the heavy metal awards and I wish I would have known because I would have put you in contact with them. My publicist, Michael Mazer, was there. Oh, was he? Yeah. He was, he, he was sending me pictures today. And I was like, I was like, is that the, is that the heavy metal hall of fame? He's like, yeah. I was like, Neely was there. He's like, get the fuck out of here. Why didn't you tell me? I was like, cause I didn't know you were there. Yeah.
0: I, I saw your buddy Muncie.
1: Oh, did you see Muncie? Yeah. Was there yeah. Too? He was
0: there. Of course.
1: Giving me shit. I'm sure. Oh, I,
0: I didn't talk to him about you. I just, I just, he wasn't busy doing shit. And, right. uh, you know, um, I, I didn't get to talk to him like I did last year cause he was in the middle of kind of running around there trying to organize stuff. Right. And, um, I, I saw our good buddy, Jack Frost. Okay. He was, par- <laughs> he was part of the, um, uh, I guess you would consider it the performance band. Okay. You know, he was there, uh, helping out, uh, doing, doing some technical stuff and you know, whatnot. And it was kind of funny because uh, Don and I were standing out in front of the hotel in the lobby area. And yeah. Jack, Jack came and he saw me and he was like in the middle of something kind of rushing around there. And I and I said, so I just kind of yelled at him, hey, faggot, don't come over and say hi or anything. <laughs> and uh, he, just, he just, you know, he goes, I'm busy doing stuff. And he just sort of walked off, you know, and I could tell he was busy. You know, I, I didn't think anything of it. And, uh, the next day Bob and I and Toby went to, uh, the convention center to, to pick up our badges and we were, we were just kind of tooling around there a little bit and Jack was sitting, uh, at one of the booths Okay. and I walked up to him and I said, Hey, where did you go? I said, I was looking all over for you yesterday. I said, he, he goes, dude, you, you, you probably think I'm an asshole. (laughs) And I said, I don't think you're an asshole. And he says, you know, the only thing that was going through my mind is, holy fuck, Neely is going to just crucify me on the show. (laughs) And I, and I said, why would I do that? And he goes, you're not mad. I said, why, why would I be mad? He goes, dude, because I just kind of blew you off, you know? And I said, well, I knew you were busy doing stuff. He goes, yeah, I know, but, but I came off like a real dick and I thought you were going to call me out on it.
1: Oh, stop.
0: (laughs) Christ. <laughs> so I was just like, I, I didn't think that for a second.
1: Yeah, That's funny. <laughs> well, how, how's Jack doing?
0: Jack's good. You know, Jack was real good. We, we didn't talk to him for about a half an hour and, you know, he, he was out running around doing all his stuff, you know, and, um, you know, he was telling me a little bit about the seven witches reunion with James Rivera right. and he did that on the cruise. and he said that really turned out well and it, you know, he was really pleased with the, uh, the results.
1: You got to hear it, brother. It's good. It was great. Yeah.
0: And then, uh, brother. then they have this big jam over at one of the clubs, uh, for yeah. it's the Ronnie Montrose, uh, tribute jam. Yeah. And he mm-hmm. got, he got then that, you know, as well. And there was just a bunch of people over there. I, I didn't even bother because, you know, it just gets so crowded. Mm-hmm. you know, and, and I just don't have it in me to stand there shoulder to shoulder with people and hang out like that. So it's like, nah, I, I don't think so.
1: Well, and I saw it got shut down too, by the fire to fire. Oh, morning. did it? I didn't even know that. I saw some video of, um, of, um, what's his name? Craig Luciero Okay. On, online t- He was like on a, in a bus or something. I don't know what, what he was in like a bus or a, subway or something they don't have a subway out there do no they? no not not
0: in that area no
1: whatever he was on maybe an rv or something whatever he was on he was talking to his bandmate about how it got shut down by the fire marshal before they got to get on stage and play well it doesn't surprise me because you know nam is a
0: big event and and uh, everybody and their brother tries to get into these special shows right and uh, it just it's just so packed
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I, I didn't even bother. It's so like, you know what? I'm not even going to do that. I could have gone and tagged along, but it, right. but I, I, you know, it's just so there's just so many musicians that are invited to be a part of this, right? That you get 30 and 40 different musicians up there of, you know, all kinds of musicians, vocalists, guitarists, bassists, drummers, you name it. And, uh, you know, they all got to take their turn up there. So it just gets really congested.
1: It's a big musician circle jerk. It is.
0: It It really is. And and it's just like, you know, as as cool as maybe some of that might be to watch for me, I I just can't be that. I'm just too claustrophobic to be that, you know, jammed into a club like that. And, you know, the fact that the fire marshal shut the thing down does not surprise me at all.
1: Yeah, well, I, I would have passed. See, you're not selling me on going to Nam next year either. Well,
0: the the Nam <laughs> part, the the part where you go into the the convention center, that's cool. It's just when you you know go to these these jams, they have the Black Label Society thing, and they like I said, the Brandy Montrose thing, and then they have the All Star Nam Jam, and you know all these special events, which is cool, but it's just too crowded.
1: Well, I mean, you know me, dude. Would I have enjoyed any of it?
0: Maybe maybe the uh convention center part. I mean it's not that crowded. I mean it's crowded, but not to the point where you're shoulder to shoulder, you know.
1: You doing you're just walking around what, talking to hey, it's Jeff Pilson.
0: Well, you what? might you'll run into different people. I mean, you know, the thing is is for me, going yeah. with Bob Nobandian is the best. Sure. Because Bob knows everybody. Right. You know, he'll take you around and introduce you to all kinds of people. You know, the the funniest one, though, is and I've met this guy two and three times already is Roy Z. OK, yeah, uh, he was trashed fucked up. huh? Oh, man. But he was he's a happy drunk, though. I mean, okay. he, he was trashed, but he was just laughing and smiling and joking, <laughs> but he was just having the best time. And, you know, uh, great producer. You know, obviously worked with Dickinson, worked with Halford, you know, on on some of their best solo work. Sure. And, uh, you know, just seeing those guys hanging around. And uh, it's just funny to, you know, just chit chat a little bit with some of these guys. Right. So yep. it, it's just a fun hang. I mean, if, if you like to just hang and have some drinks and just shoot the shit, that's the place to go.
1: Right. Uh, I'll let you have it. I, I just, it just doesn't sound like anything I would, <laughs> I would want to do. Yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah, that, that, uh, whole thing is just massive. I did not run into the shoe this year though. And Kimmy, his mom.
1: Oh, that's, t- that's tragic. I did
0: not see them. Uh, that was sort of like a running joke with Bob and I. It's just I wonder if we're going to see the shoe and his mom,
1: Kimmy today. Nice. Well, a quick text from Bob. I love it when Neely kisses my ass. Oh, no, dude, he's he's the man.
0: <laughs> Bob's the man. The, you know, just hanging out with Bob, he, he's, you know, the guy the guy has, you know, almost his entire life history mm-hmm. is wrapped up in the LA music metal scene and and for him to know everybody you know, it doesn't matter. We we walked into some areas of that Nam that we wouldn't even expect to see anybody, and I'll be damned if he doesn't run into two or three people.
1: I know. Well, it was weird. He was saying, who was he saying? That, the producer guy that... Um, Roy Z? You know, no, Jonah Eklund. Yeah. And, and, and it's like, Jesus, how the fuck do you know this guy that lives in Sweden and works with Madonna and whatnot? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: He took us to dinner.
1: Yeah. I, it's like, how does he know that guy? But he does. He does. Yeah.
0: He, uh, we went to uh Morton's steakhouse. He bought us a nice dinner.
1: Yeah. Meanwhile, I'll go and see him in San Francisco and I'll probably get to meet, uh, you know, the road tech from death Angelers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I to meet anybody. Cool. Yeah. I'll meet him and Toby. Maybe yeah. and that's, which is good enough for me to be honest. I don't need to meet anybody. Right.
0: Well, my, my only contribution to Bob was teaching him a little bit about wine. Okay. He learned to drink a Melbeck. You could teach that too. And he
1: liked it. Well, there you go. You taught him so you 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 provided something back for Bob. (laughs) He (laughs) He gave you a weekend, you taught him how to drink wine.
0: Exactly. Perfect. Exactly. So yeah, the, the drinks were flowing though, you know. I drank I drank my share. I mean, not to the point of being soused or anything, but drink I drank oh, I drank a lot of wine though. That was the whole thing. I drank a lot of wine and Jack and Coke.
1: Well, when I go to San Francisco, I'm going to teach Bob a little something about some drinking. (laughs) I'm going to show him a little little Midwest drinking game that I play called Let's See How Much You Can Pour Into Your Fat Face. Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Then uh, on uh,
0: Thursday, after Bob and Toby and I uh, hung out a little bit, I I went to dinner with Don and his chick and his daughter and uh, his uh, daughter's mother and, you know, had a nice dinner with them and that was a cool hang and once again drank plenty of wine there <laughs> so, is, your,
1: is your name is your new name wendell Dockin? have you been adopted i have been adopted you're part of the docking clan now? i am
0: i am i've been uh, accepted into the Dockin family right yeah so no that was fun and then uh, bob and bob and i hung out basically friday and saturday and uh you know um toured around at the, at the Nam show and ran into a bunch of different people. And, um, it was just fun. It's just a fun hang. That's, that's all it boils down to. That's cool. Then Bob and I had dinner. I bought dinner for Bob, uh, on uh Saturday. Nice. And, uh, then we called into the show. Any swishy waiters? No, no. We actually had uh, nice waitresses this time. Yeah. And actual women. Yeah. We actually had uh chicks. Yeah, chicks, not guys trying to be chicks. Yeah. And I didn't have any, uh, I didn't, and e- both flights, uh, out and back. I didn't have any swishy, uh, uh, flight attendants either.
1: Jesus. What airline did you fly? Amer- Manly air? Yeah.
0: It was American airline. Wow. Yeah. First class baby.
1: Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Is that what first class
0: means now? No fags? <laughs> I don't know what it is, but uh, uh, I had good service both ways. Actually, good looking uh, waitress or stewardesses or airline, whatever you call them. Now, I guess you don't call them stewardesses. You call them uh, uh, stews. I no. still call them stews. <laughs> they're, they're, they're flight attendants. Ah, they're stews. Yeah.
1: Did so, you see the ass on that stew? Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> So, uh, yeah, the flight, the flight to, and, uh, out and back was really, you know, not, not uneventful. no turbulence or nothing. So it was great. Well, that's cool. Mm-hmm. So when, uh, the San Francisco
1: trip comes up, uh, I hope, uh, you have just as good a luck. Well, I hope so. I, I definitely will be flying first class. I've, I, I started thinking about, it and I was like, I am way too fucking fat to be <laughs> cattled into fucking coach
0: yeah three 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 seat cross
1: that's just fucking ridiculous I, i'm not so much worried about the seats i'm more worried about the fucking leg room yeah you know i i can't handle that i will punch somebody in their fucking head if they lean back into my fucking space <laughs> fuck you yeah
0: well as soon as Bob has that uh, date so you can get your get your tickets early because uh, i I got round trip uh first class tickets for just under 900 bucks
1: well I appreciate Bob waiting till the last minute so I could pay about 1700 <laughs> thanks a lot bob appreciate it
0: uh so it was all good uh fun time as always just it's nice to get out to southern California i, I like you know, getting out of the Midwest, you know, during the middle of the winter and going out to out there, especially if the weather's decent. And, uh, you know, the the weather was probably in the mid-60s. I think Saturday it got close to 70, so it was pretty nice.
1: Well, you can definitely, I don't, I don't see how that was any different from, the, oh, I don't know, 10 degrees that it was here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I got back and I, I noticed that there was a lot of ice on the ground. So I was, was like, whoa. Must add a
1: cold cold spell roll through here, yeah it was cold dude it was it was it was cold enough, and i I can go four or five days without ever starting my car, which I did, and my battery died for my car, and I'm so fucking lazy now that instead of just having somebody come over and jump my car or paying somebody to come do it, I literally go online and buy one of these portable jump start things. you did huh I did. I was like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to have somebody come over here and do this. I'll wait one extra day and just have one of these portable things delivered to me. Right. But say that thing worked. All oh good, yeah. Yeah. You? It'll, it'll pack a punch. I couldn't believe it. Cause the thing is only, it's only the size of like
0: a shoe a box.
1: Not, not that big. It's literally the size of like a, a regular, a regular brick, you know, like, like yeah. you build a wall or something mm-hmm. like a, tiny. Yeah. And, and I plugged it into my, to, you know, the wall, charged it for four hours, took it outside my car that had nothing. I mean, my car was like, I would hit the button to start. It it would go, it would like, go, it, <laughs> yeah, nothing. No, no lights would come on. No, nothing. I hooked this thing up one time right over. Nice. I was like, damn it. You gotta be kidding me.
0: Yeah. Technology, man, is just to the point now where everything is pocket size.
1: I mean, dude. We used to have to have another truck. Think about it. Even five years ago, you had to have a truck come over to jump your car and it had to have enough battery power and you had to rev the engine and everything else.
0: <laughs> yeah. Get that, get that alternator kicked in.
1: Yeah. To, to get enough juice to jump your car. Now I'm jumping it with a, you know, a portable set of clamps and a, and a brick. Yeah. And the thing has USBs on it. So if I ever lose power, I can keep my phone charged. There for you, like six <laughs> Well, there you go. It's pretty good. And it was 50 bucks. It wasn't like it was some expensive thing. No. It was 56 bucks. It's like, how can you go wrong with that? You can't, you know, keep that in the car just in case I ever end up somewhere and I'm, my car won't start. Exactly. Or somebody tries to, you know, hit me a gunpoint. I'll stick this thing on their fucking end of their gun. And chuck <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, well, uh, you know, it, it's good to be back. It's
0: good to be back on the show. Um, you know, I know that, uh, you know, it's not quite the, quite the experience of having Stephanie and AJ, but, uh, you know, it's a little more structured as we were talking earlier today.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, There's a reason they're called off shows (laughs) as they're off of what we normally do. They're definitely, especially when I'm drinking, I get, I get into zones where I just, I, I just change topics 15 times in 15 seconds and. I forget all the shit that I was trying to say. And you actually, you know, you're you're the rudder to the ship. Yeah. (laughs) Those two don't know what to do. They're just like, oh whatever, just we'll just go with it wherever you go. Yeah, I'll just follow your lead. Yeah, and boy, did I go off onto some tangents, but it was still fun. Metal MILF was funny. Yeah, I that's the part I was
0: listening to just before we called in.
1: (laughs) That was funny shit. (laughs) Down my knees, suck my sword. Exactly. Feel my thunder, suck my sword. It it was just, you know what, dude, it it was an off show, but it was just fun, man. Just that I know it's, I know it's goofy, but the, um, the whole thing with the diaper porn. Oh, I I wish we would have had the cameras running for that because holy smokes, the, the shit that was, you had to see the video. The video of this girl shitting in a diaper and the diaper is <laughs> turning brown. Oh, gross. Oh, it was fucking gross. And it started leaking out the sides. I was like, ah,
0: <laughs> the, the place, the places you'll go.
1: Well, you know, I don't even know how we got there. Yeah. I don't know what, what, I have no idea how we got there, but I overall, it was fun. It was fun doing it, but whatever that's why they're once in a while and not every week if it did it every week it wouldn't be very good but yeah once in a while it's fun
0: i get you well speaking of speaking of video how, yeah. how is my video quality i just i don't know what i'm what you're seeing over there so i'm just is it is the, is the lighting good is everything looks,
1: good yeah it looks good to me all right
0: just checking just oh yeah yeah looks fine all right good perfect very handsome yes Very, very handsome, very handsome, right? Well, tonight we got a bunch of stuff we're going to talk about. I know that, uh, you and I haven't really got into any, uh, real discussions about anything, but we're going to talk a little bit about some of the latest releases on, uh, some of our streaming video channels and our good friend Ron Keel is coming up in about, uh, 15, 20 minutes.
1: Yeah, he's gonna call in. He's got a lot of shit going on. Nah, so.
0: He's always got a lot of shit going on. That is a that is one
1: working guy.
0: He's he doesn't uh, slack for a minute.
1: Right. No, he never stops. But he has a lot of new shit going mm-hmm. on. So mm-hmm. I figured I figured I reached out to Ron and was like, dude, because I like got like three press releases in two days for different shit that he has going on. So I was like, okay, well, I'll I hit Ron up and said, hey, you want to come on and talk about this, 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 and this? He was like. Yeah, brother, when? What time? <laughs> you know, Ron. Ron's like Ron's like I'll stay sober so that I can come on and promote well. I was like, "Dude, you don't have to stay sober." Yeah. <laughs> but he'll be on here in, in a little while. Sure.
0: Now, I uh I interviewed uh uh lips from from Anvil this week. Yes. And uh I I found it interesting that uh you know, th- these guys these guys are into their 40 plus year career as anvil. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I was kind of chit chatting about that anvil documentary, which has been like 12 years already,
1: right? Which ten, is crazy.
0: 10 or 12 years since they filmed that thing. And, yeah. and, uh, the funny thing is, is to hear him say, and, and I'm relating this to, to Ron too. Yeah. Uh, he says I'm at the pinnacle of my career. Yeah. The pinnacle <laughs> yeah he says i'm busier now and in more demand now than i've ever been yeah because nostalgia is hot it is that's what i'm saying so it, it's funny that uh you know they couldn't get the recognition or you know interest in them for all these years and you know since that documentary i'm sure that had something to do with it but i know <laughs> nostalgia is another thing but, uh, you know, for him to say, yeah, I don't have to work a second job that, you know, my touring and merchandising and everything, uh, pays my living.
1: Well, that's good. You yeah. Know? Yeah. No, I listened to that interview. You did a good, you did a good interview. It, it it was funny because it was obvious to me when he started talking about pot, you were like, oh boy. But, <laughs> but you, but you hung in there and, and asked him a bunch of really good questions about yeah. it. So, yeah.
0: you know, he, he, uh, he based their whole new album around it. You know, it right. was this whole theme, I guess, and mm-hmm. and it's obvious that uh, he, you know, he's a smart guy. I mean, he okay. he seems to have some very, uh, you know, historical insight on things, sure. And uh, you know, he's he's no dummy. He's no he's no drugged out burnout. You know, he's he's sure. definitely got
1: some thoughts,
0: and it was
1: it was cool talking to him. Sure. Yeah, we've been busy all of a sudden with interviews again. You know, I think I did two or three this week and I have three or four next week and I'm working on one or two more for you and getting
0: busy again. Well, it's, it's the new year and heading into the spring and summer season. So people are getting, you know, ready to go out and, uh, promote and do something.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, it's, um, it's, it's good. I I like when we have a lot of interviews to do. It keeps us sharp.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, at least you, because you know, you're, you're right there by the phone.
1: Yeah, but I like I like better when I when we have interviews for you to do because because <laughs> if you don't, then you could go like three four months and you know I know it shouldn't I know it's you know people are gonna be like oh big deal you fucking talk to people but there is a there is sort of an art to it and you can definitely get rusty doing interviews oh yeah in a while yeah no kidding you know so it's it's good to keep keep going and, you know I always feel like I'm getting rusty with if I go like even two weeks I'm always like oh my god. What am I going to ask this? Fucking guy? <laughs> even if it's somebody I like, even if it's somebody I'm a total fan of, I'll, I'll come into it like five minutes before I'm like, Oh my God, what am I going to ask him? Did I listen to the record enough to know something about right. it? Yeah. I, I
0: know exactly how that is. I mean, I'm, I'm reading the press release. I'm looking at their website. I'm reading the Wikipedia, you know, just sort of get boning up on things. And, uh, you know, so I don't look like, oh, what do you do? Could you state
1: your name and what you do in the band? And and what makes it harder now here? We'll pull back the curtain a little bit. A lot of times now the publicists hit us up the day before they'll hit us up on Tuesday and say, Hey, can you talk to so-and-so tomorrow? And I'll be like, yeah, okay. And then they'll be like, okay, well, here's the music. So literally I'll have less than a day to, to listen to the music. And it's like, well, how am I going to talk to you about this music that at best I've listened to all the way through twice? Yeah, You know, but you always find a way.
0: Hey, try to absorb it in very, very quick fashion.
1: Work at home and I can play the shit, you know, over and over. But, but, um, yeah, there's a lot of good ones coming too. You know, um, I'm trying to get Dean Castronova who I've been trying to get for like four years on the show. I am I'm, I'm such a fan of that guy's voice. I can't believe that that guy has wasted his career playing drums.
0: <laughs> well, I know that, uh, when he was still with journey and, and he was doing open arms,
1: yeah, it, it was dude, a, it was
0: a surprise as to how well he, he pulled that off.
1: He is as good or better than Steve Perry. Yeah, It's, it's insane. How good this guy is. It, what, what gets me is why did the, why did those guys, feel like they had to go outside the band to get a singer. They had the guy in the band. Yeah. You know, I mean, he literally sounds as good as Steve Perry. Mm-hmm. He literally sounds as good. And it's like, why, why did they have to go and go to wherever Philippines or wherever? <laughs> yeah. You know, why'd they have to go there when they had the guy in the band makes to me. Well,
0: who knows, but, uh, yeah, I mean, when, at the time when he went off the rails, which, you know, led to his losing his gig with journey, yeah. you know, he, he was on a downward spiral there for a, a, a little while getting arrested and you right. know, yeah, well, get
1: that, that meth problem. Yeah.
0: That's he a he had a b- 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 big problem, but that's uh, an
1: issue. But other than that, yeah,
0: but he yeah, was and- able to write the ship and, uh, you know, uh, come back out of it and do some, do some cool stuff.
1: Did I say he was better than Steve Perry or as good as As Steve? good as yeah. Well, I'm going to put it this way. Orion who, do, who always feels the need to correct me on every fucking thing I say. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I said as good as, but I'll say this, his voice on this, pull up some revolution saints that from that new record rise. Well, let me... up, I don't care what song his voice now better than Steve Perry's solo album. Fucking right. It is.
0: Yeah. And, and he, he doesn't have any, um, decher slip.
1: No, he he doesn't sound like his teeth are floating around in his fucking face. Exactly. You know, yeah. Play me anything from revolution saints because he sounds amazing.
0: Well, let me, let me pull it up here. Let's see here. Where'd it go here? I just, I just downloaded it too.
1: Huh?
0: Let's see. Give me just a second.
1: All right. Hold one,
0: two, three. Exactly. let <laughs> Exactly. Let's see here. Extract. It might be a second because I didn't extract it, extract it yet from the uh, from the zip holder.
1: That's fine.
0: But uh, you know, uh, I know you talked about the Revolution Saints uh, good uh, uh, release, and and I just haven't had time to check it out yet. So oh, uh,
1: it's it it it's. Uh, all of all three of the revolution saints records have been good. This new one is great. And I mean, it's a, it is definitely a journey record. Mm -hmm. You like journey. There's no way you could not like this record. Exactly. So,
0: I mean, from what I've heard, uh, you know, of it so far, I mean, it, I've heard a couple of snippets and, uh, so on and so forth. So yeah, it's, it's pretty, if
1: you're a journey fan, you'll definitely like this. Yeah. And, and this guy's voice is ridiculous. That's the part that gets me. This guy's been a drummer for 30 years, not using this voice. That's the part I just can't fathom. I mean, whether we're going to say he's better or as good as I don't want to, I don't want (laughs) to insult anybody here, but whether we're saying he's, he's better or as good as to have this quality of a voice and not be using it is insanity.
0: Yeah. What, What else has he sung on? Nothing. No,
1: no. Only thing he's ever does revolution saints mm-hmm. that I'm aware of. Okay.
0: Well, like I said, when, when he was still in journey and, and he would sing one or two songs, he was pretty amazing.
1: Oh, it's, it's, it's awesome. And they did that journey through time tour and he was the singer.
0: Yeah. That's what that's, that's probably what I was thinking about. He, he was uh, working with Neil Sean, right?
1: Yeah, they did, like, all the old stuff, the Mm -hmm. the stuff they don't do in Journey now, like like patiently and anytime and feeling that way and shit like that. And he was the Steve Perry in that, and he sounds amazing.
0: Yeah. Do you have a specific song?
1: Play whatever track two is, because I know that's him singing.
0: Okay, let's take a listen
1: to this. God Steve Perry in his prime.
0: You know, if commercial radio actually still played, you know, new music yeah. and, and they it, say a DJ wanted just spoof people and say, here's something new from journey. I bet you everybody would buy it.
1: They, they absolutely would. If Neil Sean would just do one interview and say, yeah, this is our new album. It's called revolution saints. It would fucking sell. Yeah, it would. It, it, it is insane how how much he sounds like Steve Perry. Yeah.
0: It, and, it, it, that's funny, though, because I, I I would think that if, you know, if they introduced it as a Journey song, I think people would just accept it. So, yeah, yeah. that's Journey. Yeah.
1: It, it, it's, it is, it's amazing how good he sounds. And, again, my point is this guy's been in the business for, I mean, how long has Dean been in the business? Well, he's been around a long time. I mean, at least wasn't he the the original drummer of Damn Yankees? Wasn't it him and Jack Blades? And- nah,
0: not Michael Cardelloni.
1: Oh, is it? Yeah, you're right.
0: Wasn't I he? Forget- wasn't he in um, Bad uh, English? Maybe? Bad English.
1: Yeah. When was that? 86, 87? Eighty six, eighty seven. Yeah,
0: it was like I think it was like eighty nine, eighty eight, or eighty nine.
1: Oh, well, because that's only thirty years ago. Yeah, because
0: <laughs> Journey, what Journey called it a day after Raised on Radio, I think that ended in eighty seven, right?
1: Right. So, so he was in bad English in 89 or 90. Yeah. And for 30 years, he's had that voice and never used it until Mm. just the last like five years. That's insane, man. Mm -hmm. He could have, he could have had, can you imagine if they would have, if he would have put out a record with that voice in 1990, he would have been a huge star. Yeah, probably. If any record label would have taken him on and, you know, hell, if he would have been the singer instead of John wait and bad English, they probably would have bad English would probably still be going on and not journey (laughs) could be, you know, could very well be, it's crazy. Anyway, I'm a big fan of Dean, you know, and I know I'm being called a faggot and everything else in the chat room, but you know what? Fuck you. Why? What, what, why is that faggy? Oh, because Journey, man, I feel like I should be sucking a cock listening to that. Really? Fucking, fucking gay. Who said that? Shut up. Air supply sound and faggot music. <laughs> Shut up, you fucking douches. Don't listen to your decapitation or whatever makes you manly, you fucking <laughs> cocksuckers! suckers. Shut up. I have all that stuff in my collection, too, you fucking pussies. Yeah. Fuck off. If you need to have a man card, you're a faggot. <laughs> fuck off too funny
0: too funny i enjoyed that so i guess i'm a faggot too
1: two faggots here it's the <laughs> a faggot show yeah that's us classic faggot show yeah exactly mm-hmm.
0: i don't know i didn't say anything wrong with that i thought it was pretty damn good yeah, is it metal no so no what? it's it's just it's just good good melodic rock
1: yeah the only thing metal here is the fucking name in the in the <laughs> In the title of the show. Exactly. (laughs) There's nothing metal about this anymore. (laughs) It's funny.
0: I don't know what's wrong with people.
1: Where's this ringing at? Oh, my iPad.
0: (laughs) Your iPad rings.
1: Everything rings. How do I turn that off? (laughs) There it is. All right, there we go.
0: (laughs) Like, why is this ringing? You You got too many gadgets.
1: I do. Well, dude you never know where I'm going to be. So wherever I'm at, <laughs> there you are. Wherever I am. That's where I am. Yeah. Wherever I am. I can pick up and take a call. He's calling me. Stop calling.
0: Who's calling yeah. you?
1: That's Ron.
0: Why is he calling you?
1: I don't know. He doesn't have the number or whatever. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well,
0: I guess we could take a break and play a couple of tunes, play, you know, keel song and, yeah. You know, we, he can call the studio or I could call him if you want to oh. shoot me his number or,
1: yeah, I'll, I'll shoot you his number as soon as I find it. He's, he's ready to go. Yeah. Neely will <laughs> call in a second. Yeah.
0: Be patient, man. Yeah, pal. Yeah. You can have all the time you want once you get on here. So Get those, right. get those vocal cords uh, all warmed up.
1: Look at Ben in the chat room. That was a gay ringtone, Chris. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're so gay.
1: I can't win.
0: Everything oh, about you is just fucking gay.
1: Now everything's ringing everywhere. <laughs> Call him up, because I don't know if he's not looking at his phone or what, but whatever. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right well I'm going to play a couple of tunes I'll call Ron all right and and we'll get him on so uh, I got a I got a request from May early on so I didn't play her song a week couple of weeks ago so I'm gonna play some TNT all right some seven C's and I'll play some uh, Ron Keel and I'll get him on the line and we'll talk to him
1: all right sounds good
0: all right well here's some TNT with seven C's exclusively here
1: on your classic metal show. Hey everybody, this is Tony Harnell from TNT, and you're rocking with Neely on the Classic Metal Show.